Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music, or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to KitKat5531 for identifying us as two honest, hot mess moms. She tells us 25 stars wouldn't be enough oh. for you two. I've been a follower of both Meredith and Tiffany separately across all platforms, and I love that they've gotten together to bring us the podcast. No moms have it all together, and these two aren't afraid to let it show. I love mom fail moments. Always hilarious. Thank you for making us feel not alone in parenting, wife, life aspects. Number one globally syndicated podcast across the universe. I knew it would catch on. Like <laughs> I love that you started that rumor. It, it, yeah. Not rumor. If you say it enough, it's going to be true. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you, you can take. Or leave because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we're going to talk about the the hell that sending our kids back to school wearing masks will be um, this amazing YouTube channel called Dad How Do I which gives practical advice and wisdom for any um, fatherless child for anything that they could possibly need I thought this was such a great YouTube channel and we uh, wrote this story up and I thought we'd share it here because pff, we all have questions and um, then Tiffany's gonna get uh, <laughs> Tiffany's gonna get really I real you put my exact quote from the email as that's, number three. And that's what I'm in a big old depressive episode and, <laughs> and see that there are lots of people who are feeling the same. I think we should talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so okay. I, I figured I'd let you jump in there since this is um, this since this was your topic that you threw in for us. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 Uh, today we have Felicia from Texas opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave a message so you can open the show for us. Hi, my name is Felicia from Texas and I'm a mother of two. One is six and one is two. So let's open the show with a mom fell moment. And that's why we are here. <laughs> and if they don't, then they're a big old lie bagger. <laughs> True that. <laughs> true, true story. <laughs> uh, so I, cute. I feel like the last couple of, of weeks have just been a series of fails, um, whether it's parenting or marriage or life over here, just because this move has really put us through the ringer. Um, and uh, it's been hard because the kids are feeling very homesick right now. And so... I've been trying. Really? Yeah. So, but the, one of the good things is that this, um, community that we live in has a community pool and it's open socially distancing, meaning there are so many slots a day and you have to get a slot in order to go. And you only get a couple of, you get two hours and you get to go. So we've been going and, um, you know, Brian has found a friend that we will meet at the pool and they swim, but it's been, it's, been really hard for Sophia. And then finally yesterday, I saw this girl swimming in the pool and I was like, gosh, she's got to be 11, 12 years old. Uh, she looks relatively normal. I'm going to go pounce on this girl. And so oh Sophia's like, do not mom. And I was like, okay, listen, here's a $20 bill. 
go over to this little girl and give her money. No, I said, go over to this little girl and ask her if she wants a Slurpee and go to the, the community pool has like a concession stand. And I said, ask her if she wants a Slurpee and you can just tell her that you're new to town or I don't know how people make friends. So, okay. okay so, wait, wait, wait. I'm hey gonna, girl, I'm new to town. <laughs> hey, I'm going to, I'm going to jump want a in. Slurpee? I thought a Slurpee was a great icebreaker. Let me jump in right there. So, Literally. so Meredith is, is talking to this lady at, at the pool <clears throat> and I was like, Hey, you know, you guys kind of hit it off. Why don't you ask her for her number so you can connect? And she's like, I don't know. How do I ask for her number? Like, do I just give her mine or is that too forward? Like, what can I do? And then the lady comes back. She's like, I don't know. Can like we share numbers or something and maybe we can talk at some point or something. And I was like, don't you know how to talk to people? It was very awkward. I asked if she wanted to trade phone numbers. Like it was a playing card. She pulled out her Rolodex (laughs) and she, she tried to give her one of the, Oh my God. It was super embarrassing, but I watched her kid piss on, the back part of the fence at the community pool because they weren't going to make it to the bathroom and I knew she was cool, right? Like, she didn't like... Did she scoop- know who you were? No, and she didn't scoop up to like rush it off, rush him off or anything. She was just like, dude, if you're not going to make it, just piss here. And I was like, okay, she seems normal, you know? Because sometimes you just don't know, you know? I need, you know, I need I need people to understand that, that I'm a disaster 24-7, so you're not going to really ever get... So was her kid the bribe kid? No, no, no. This was a different kid. Oh, that would have been convenient. No, this was a different kid. Um, she had she had a like a four year old. But um, so I saw this girl, and so I gave Sophia the twenty dollar bill to basically bribe this girl to become her friend. And um, they went up and they got Slurpees, and then they sat down socially distancing um up across the table from each other. But they hit it off, and they were talking. And she's like, "Mom, she's twelve, and I'm eleven, and she's in seventh grade, and I'm going to be in sixth, and um, she likes to do hair and makeup." And nails and and I was like see I was like she looked like a good egg like now you can now you have a friend so they're gonna um they're gonna ride bikes tomorrow related to the tree peer yeah 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 that was her niece I didn't know it at the time when I was bribing the child but she was related to the woman's child who pissed on the fence so it worked out well okay yeah so they were together yeah at the pool together but I didn't know they were together like what if her mom didn't let her have slurpees right and you're the you're that mom who's just like go have some red dye number five you know I didn't yeah know i didn't even think though. about that until you said that so thanks so now oh, i'm really no i didn't think about it i just figured oh like God. because i figured I'm just hyper aware of everything but i thought if the kid wasn't allowed to have a slurpee then they would say like no my mom won't let me Oh, or would they? <laughs> well, I guess if, well, I mean. If I wasn't allowed to have a Slurpee and my mom wasn't around and somebody's like, yeah, do you want a Slurpee, at little 12 girl? Years like, old, you're old, yeah, 12 years uh, old, you're old enough to, to, to say yes or no. I don't know. Brian, Brian would be like, oh, yeah, Brian, I can only have the five-gallon size. Brian, Brian <laughs> has been out with friends before and ordered steak. And I'm like, and I'll have the mom texting me. And she's like, aren't you guys vegan? And it's like, yeah. And it's like, Brian ordered a T-bone. And it's like, oh, did he? Did he? Okay. And it's like, uh-huh. All right. She's like, are, are we okay with this? And I'm like, hey, it's your diarrhea tonight, man. Like, that's on you, literally. Like, 
like, because oh <laughs> he going to shit his pants if you give him a depot. That's so funny. So anyway, you're right. I guess I should have thought of that, but I didn't. And no, I just been, you just, I've just been desperately I wanting her to make a friend. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I feel bad about dra- about almost dragging them along this journey. And um, so I think I think it'll be OK. She was really happy yesterday after she uh made friends and they traded phone numbers so they've been texting so it's good i think i think we say exchanged nowadays <laughs> not traded just, uh, for future reference okay thanks just, so you know so when next time i try to trade a phone number <laughs> it's not a baseball card <laughs> okay, okay we cool. have we have the 20 foot long spiral phone cord here downstairs so that you know, you could reach the phone anywhere in the house. We oh my do gosh. Not. We don't that. have a home phone. Stop it. All right. I've been thinking I should get one because of emergencies. Like what? Like if I pass out, my kids aren't going to know how to get past my code on my cell phone. I'm just going to have to die on the floor. Oh, wow. You go right there, don't you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you just go right there. Is that not where you went? Like, do you I, not think about that? I've not actually ever thought of that, be- but. My kids have cell phones. My oldest has a cell phone. So if there were an emergency, he could just use his. Nice. And and All my right. kids know my password. So they get right into my cell phone. So my kids do too, but if they op- if they get that far, mm-hmm. they're going to play Roblox. So you think like they're, they're going to play distracted. Roblox instead of calling 911 <laughs> if mommy yeah. is turning blue on the floor? Yes, 100%. They'll get distracted and be like, "What was I doing? Oh yeah, I was playing Roblox. And then mommy and then mommy passed away. I don't think that would happen. Okay. All right. Maybe just get a medic alert bracelet that you can hit when you go down, you know, the button or whatever. Yeah. Maybe just get one of those if you're super concerned. I like that. I'd like to have one of those where if you pull it, the police show up at your location. I think that's a thing. I think that's I feel like it's not. No, I think it is for the for the old people. They have No, a, I know, but for everybody, just any time. They just, just show lie, up automatically. Just lie and say you're however old you have to be to get one. Okay. I'll look into it. And just get I one. It's a lot safer. Well, good. That's and the police the police are gonna show up and you're gonna be like, I just needed Taco Bell. <laughs> I just needed I just needed some Dairy Queen. I just needed That's why I feel like <laughs> they wouldn't do it. But like I'm saying, like if I'm in a parking lot at night. And somebody's trying to attack me. Oh, I pull Lord. it. They're on their way. They're, they're not, they got my body location. Right. But you have a phone that you could dial 911 or just hit the whatever thing and it goes to the SOS. So you kind of yeah. have that. I'm just saying, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, I get it, though. The, the, the necklace is just a single button. You have to unlock the phone. You have to go into your Thank phone, you. hit the numbers. I'm, by then, I didn't want to go into it. By then, okay. it's all over. But you, yeah. You, yeah, all right, all right. Brian, Brian, sweetheart, you're not part of the podcast. I love you. Either play Zelda <laughs> or go away. Okay. I am interested in what he has to say <laughs> yeah. about the situation. <laughs> okay, let's start the podcast. All righty then. Thank you for sharing your mom fail. Thanks, Felicia, for opening her up. Or, <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, okay, today's trending parenting news is brought to you by Meredith Masony. But before we get into her amazing life-changing merch, <laughs> I've got a joke for you. Okay. Why do bees have sticky hair? 
because they have honeycombs. Oh gosh, that's terrible. That is <gasps> that is the daddest of dad jokes. Dave. I made that. I submitted that joke this week. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. A hole. Ah, it's terrible. <laughs> I thought I, it was I, so good. I did you it make it up? Did you make it up? No, I googled oh. dad jokes. Dad, what did I say? That's the daddest <laughs> of dad jokes. So you're so you're. Thank you. You're welcome. There we go. Whatever. It's but it was a bee joke, and you love bees, so yes. Exactly. Exactly. Hey guys, you can find your no, official. Please don't. Tees, please but- don't. Please don't read that. I need. I don't know why you keep doing this, but do not have Tiffany read my merch. <laughs> please don't have Tiffany read why? my merch mer- because it's weird. It's She's not jealous. Weird. It's it is. I weird. feel like I feel like I'm watching late night TV and an infomercial came on. Oh my on. god. So if you guys want any snark teas, we have the things mom say collection back. No, you're not reading it. Tiffany can read it. Tiffany shouldn't be reading it. Tiffany should be reading her nope, own t-shirt nope. stuff. Tiffany's reading yours. You'll read Tiffany's. <sighs> hey guys, guess what? <laughs> We've got some special snark teas for you featured extra snarky mom stuff that moms say. Go to www.bonfire.com slash door slash Meredith Masony and check out all those snark teas. Meredith, give us an example of one of the snark teas. Why don't you ask me what's for dinner one more time, Tiffany? Because if you did, you'd be wearing one of my shirts and it would say, see, that's why I shouldn't read my own ads. What? Huh? <laughs> they say, not, they, that's a shirt. They say, ask me what's for dinner one more time. Um, one, two, oh, hell no. Three. Where's the other effing sock? Um, yes. let's Relatable see. AF. Um, what, what else? What other things Welcome mom to say? Dump- Welcome what? to my home. I mean, dumpster fire. Yeah, we have lots of things mom say t-shirts. Um, and but you know do- what's great about those shirts, Meredith? Hmm. It's not your t- turn. I just wanted one example. Okay. I'm- <laughs> Here's what's great about those T-shirts is that if you see someone wearing one of those instantly, you're like, okay, we could be friends because that's the same stuff that I say. You know, you could tell it's a cool mom. Yeah. If she's wearing a shirt that says one, two, oh, hell nah, three, you know, or welcome to my dumpster fire. It's like, I too have a dumpster fire. Would you like to be my friend and come see it? Would you like to trade phone numbers? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Another shirt. My Yeah. So- so get your shirt at bonfire.com slash store slash Meredith Masony. Thanks so much for sponsoring this episode topic <laughs> section. <laughs> Meredith. That ad was a dumpster fire. Oh, God. Uh, okay. I All thought right. it was pretty good. No, well, you were. I was terrible. All right. That's so, why I was supposed to read it. Right. One mom's viral post hilariously describes the hell that is going to be sending kids back to school in August with face masks. Um, So the CDC has recently released uh, suggestions and guidelines for the upcoming school year. I personally just registered each of my kids in a new school district which um, was a really long friggin' process. It took five days to find all the damn documents that they wanted and upload them online um, to then be told if school goes back, this is great. If not, we are we are basically automatically enrolling your kids in virtual school and everything will be online. So we don't know what's happening yet. But if our kids go back to school, they're most likely going to be required to wear face masks. Um, and I did hear, and now everybody who is listening in another state, 
um, Florida is having a spike right now. So for those of you who are in another state and you don't know, Florida numbers are on the rise and they've actually started making it uh, uh, what's a law that you have to wear a face mask in public in, in certain, certain counties in the state of Florida, just so you know that. So when we're talking about this, it's been, I know that it won't be this way in the rest, in a lot of different places in the country, but like the keys, I don't know if you saw this, Tiffany mandated mm. face masks until June of 2021 in public. Love that. Those June of 20. Yeah. So cute. Oh yeah. Them are some tan, but, 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 and other counties are doing it. I think Miami Dade is doing it next and then Broward. So anyway, so this mom, um, post this local the local um she she goes on after the local school district is talking about and this is in Bradenton by the way so close close Kevin's wife posts in this community group about what what she thinks it's going to look like when our kids go back to school with face masks please do not chew on your mask your mask should be on your face not on the back of your head yep instead of chewing on pencils kids will will be chewing on their masks i'm sorry your mask is wet but that's what happens when you lick the inside of it unless you're licking them because um uh, or wait, your mask is not a necklace bracelet or any other form of jewelry uh i'm sorry but your mask is not school appropriate uh I'm sorry you sneezed. Here's a tissue. Wipe out the snot out of the inside of your mask. Ew. Um, <laughs> no, you may not blow your nose inside of your mask. Your why is your mask soaking wet? Why you just came out of the bathroom. What were you doing? Is this water or pee? It's pee. Is it toilet water? What happened? Oh, you dropped it in the toilet. Oh, and then you put it back on your face. Awesome. So as you can see, this is definitely going to be something that is going to be an interesting turn of event events for us because if we're sending all of these kids back and they're all different ages, right? Like it probably wouldn't be this difficult to send high school kids back with masks. But if your kid is five, like. Which mine will be in kindergarten here for the first time. (laughs) This is going to be quite the adventure, getting them to wear it getting them to not drop it in toilets and then putting it back on their face, getting them to mm. not smack Billy in the fa- in the eye, open eye with it, right? Like, I mean, there's all of these things. And unfortunately, this is starting to become a potential reality. Um, and and the, the, ne- the new big debate online is people are saying, if they require me to mask my child, I'd rather send them to virtual school. What do you think, Tiffany? I just, what I think is, who knows what I think? I don't even know what I think, man. Like, are they going to come out with, I'm having deja vu. Why? I don't know. I've been here before. Okay. I'm not kidding. Do you know, do you know what they say that means? When you're born, your entire life flashes before your eyes. And then that's why you feel deja vu because you've seen this before. Um, I am not on hallucinogenics, by the way, in case <laughs> it crossed your mind. Uh, I'm, I just, I've been here having this exact conversation before. It's weird. Um, I, I think that unless they come up with some kind of like childproof mask where it like snaps in the back and kids can't get to it, but they could still breathe efficiently. I feel like oh it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be even more of a pain in the butt for teachers. 
Um, I feel like the Patriots the Patriots are going to be like, "F it, just take them off. Who cares? I'm not going to tell your mom if you don't. Like, who knows? I I feel like <laughs> I feel I'm not like going to tell your mom if you a- don't." Yeah, I that's what I would do. I'd be like, F it, man. I'm I'm here to teach. I'm not here to tell kids not to do crap with their mask every five seconds. I can't. I can't ima- I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But I I the world's a really weird place right now as far as, you know, I'm not against masks. I know people are up in arms and they're like, F that. I'm going to put my kid in virtual school if he has to wear a mask. Like everybody's entitled to their own decisions, whatever the hell they want to do. I'm the kind of person who's going to give it a shot and get the kid to school. We'll try it. Um, but if my kid's miserable and the teacher's miserable and everybody's miserable, then, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we have to get there. But. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat, too. We haven't really talked about it yet, but I kind of feel like if school's open, I really want to give that a try and see if it's going to work for us because I just feel like the kids, even though it's not going to be a normal school year, I feel like they have to have some type of normalcy because they're all, we're, we're, we're four over four months in now, right? That the world has been like this and things haven't been normal. And if August 10th rolls around and they say, yeah, we're going to open schools and this is what it is. I feel like we should try. Yeah. You know, I was. I was feeling, I, I am feeling bad for Matthias because, I, you know, I worked at a high school for 15 years. So I know what the high school experience is for kids and mm. he's going to miss out on at least half of it, at least half of it. It's just not going to be normal. And, and I feel bad for him. And I, and I, that's all I really focused on. And then actually the tree peer, the, the lady whose kid was peeing on the tree, she had mentioned that, and you just mentioned it, <laughs> Tiffany that your kid is going in to school for the first time next year and their experience is not going to be so many kids are going to not like going to school because of what they're going to experience next year. And it's going to be something they're going to have to deal with for the next 12 years as they try to finish their education. There's no, like, there's no way guys. Do you really think that this is going to friggin' last for that long? What do you mean? There's no way. I don't think it's the, no, I, I, th- this is not going away. The, the virus is not going. How we handle it is going to change. And I think that places like schools are going to be more careful than other places in how they do things. So they're going to slowly taper off. You know, I, I don't think they're going to just jump out to just dropping everything and, and getting back to that normal experience. I think it's at least a year, year and a half of some sort of modified experience at schools before but not 12 years. No, no, no. no he was no, saying no, no. I it's mean going to affect their, their, their first thought process. Ex- their first experience in school is going to, I mean, think about that. Your first experience at school is, I have to wear this mask. I, I'm not allowed out of this room. I'm not allowed to go to PE. I don't have a cafeteria. I have to sit six feet away from everyone, right? When you've been home and you're, you know, and if when you're that age, you don't really understand it all, right? You know something's happening. You don't really know what, but at home, you're, with everyone next to everyone and all that kind of stuff. And then you get sent to this building where you're trapped in a room all day with a mask over your face and you can't go anywhere. That's going to be their impression of what school is. And they're going to deal with that for a long time. Well, I feel like I don't remember much, you know, from kindergarten. So hopefully they don't, you know, things will go back to normal, but like, um, there's going to say there's definitely promising information coming out about a vaccine and there's promising information about, um, 
how it spread. And, and what they're saying is, you know, people are starting to get quarantine burnout. Um, so if you do want to venture out of your house, do it in an outside setting, you know, like go to the park, go to the beach, go to the pool and do those things because it's way less likely that you're going to come in contact. And the other article that I read said that fleeting encounters with people are not where you're getting COVID. It's not these like, I, somebody got too close to me on the street types of things. Like it's being indoors with recirculated air and spending hours and hours. Like when they were talking about these outbreaks in factories and things like that. Well, how can they say that, but then have everybody going the same way on an aisle at the grocery store? Well, they're trying to minimize risk. Yeah. That's what all these things are, are ways to minimize risk. But I'm saying if you just like, cause at first I was like, I can't take the kids to the community pool. There's going to be 30 people there. Like that's a lot of people. But then when I got there after having my panic attack in the car and going in, everybody was spaced out. Nobody was really sitting next to each other. The kids were swimming, but the kids were, they were basically like arm distance away and they're in a chlorinated pool. That's going to kill everything and anything. I mean, chlorine kills if you p- piss in a pool or you bleed in a pool, I mean, don't shit in the pool. Like that's br- bad. But do you know what I'm saying? Like chlorine kills all of that bad stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I wish we had friggin' face masks when I was in middle school. I was horrendous. Oh my god! Stop. Just if I could have covered up stop. half my face, I'd a I would have loved it. Stop. But also, I had glasses, so that would be fogging up all day. Yeah, your glasses. I don't know. Are I think they got What? Your glasses are pretty thick. You that's so you so can't. many ways I was gonna go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I got you so can't. discombobulated. I feel so bad because the when, the first time I saw you without your contacts and your glasses on, I was like, dude, you're blind. Like you can't see. Like I had no yeah. idea your vision was that bad without yeah. your glasses or your contacts on. But and then that one time when we were when we were uh in LA and you lost your your contact got scratched or whatever. And you had the one just out. That was a disaster too. Oh, Remember when we went to the restaurant yes. and it was like an emergency? Yes, and then we were hold- I was holding it in a cup. Remember <laughs> yes, the whole time? That was a weird time. Oh my gosh. And I was just like, "Oh my god, Tiffany." Then I had to go to the store for you to get saline. It was you were blind. You couldn't it go hurt anywhere. It so bad. And you couldn't yeah. go anywhere. You couldn't see to go anywhere. I had to put you into an Uber. I had to let you <laughs> sit in the Uber. I was like, oh, my God. she's Because you were. You were legitimately blind. I don't know how, what your vision is, but mm-hmm. it's bad. It's not good. No. Anyway, I don't know where then, we went with that. but We'll see uh, what happens. Such a princess. Excuse me. Yeah. So I think it was just, it's, 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 of course... It's going to be a reoccurring theme just simply because it's what we're dealing with right now. And I know people are probably like, ugh, they're talking about the pandemic again. Ugh, they're talking about going back to school. But it's like, what what are we supposed to talk about? That's how I feel. But what are we supposed to talk about? It's like we're all gearing up for August. We're all I understand why. It's a parenting podcast. It makes sense. It just is one of those things that it's like I'm so effing over it and i know that that's rude to say because people have lost their lives and people are you know i know that's rude to say but if if we're being transparent correct i'm with you well i if if we want to throw in a new topic i mean this podcast is launching on father's day so happy father's day (laughs) 
Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. I Mom, hope you get Tiffany, what you know what I got? You know what I got? For, I'm getting for Father's Day. What? A box of stuff that Meredith wanted. That's not true. <laughs> I I ordered you a gift and it will be here on Monday. And then next week on the podcast, you can tell everybody how much you love your gift. Okay. Okay. So we should have done some dad. We have the themes. dad story. Wow. We're rolling into it. Okay. That was the segue. Hey, Dave, what is, okay. So Dave, since you're a dad, what is one piece of advice that all the wives listening right now should hear coming from a dad? What is something we oh, could wow. do to make your life better? Oh, wow. Uh, that's deep. No pressure, but give a good answer. <laughs> maybe, maybe the whole body cam conversation. So, I, you know what? Here's, here's one thing. Uh-oh. Even if you're not interested in the topic... Just listen, because I don't, I, I don't know if other people are like me, but I like to plan things out. And I planned out the flooring. I planned out some stuff in the closet. I planned out some stuff in the office for weeks, like researched, measured. I go to her and I say, hey, do you like this, this, or this? Oh, I don't care. We load up in the car to drive to, to buy the flooring. Oh, I think I have an idea about the flooring. Right? We get in the store. I think I want to change what I'm... This has been three weeks in the planning, and now you're changing? Mm. I spend a day literally drawing the office. I used to be a draftsman, so I literally drew the whole office and, and the desk and all this stuff. We, we go. She changes everything. I want to buy a different cabin. I want to do this. I want to do that. What was the other one? The one that was really bad. I I just said the closet. Oh my God. We almost got divorced over this closet. All right. So I, I, I map it all out. I measure it. I show her what it's all. I show her what it's all going to look like. I buy the stuff and I put it together and I start putting it up and she walks in the closet. She goes, what the fuck is this? It was terrible. And I'm like, I've been showing you this for three weeks. How is it today that you're telling me you don't like this? It was terrible. And it's like, you know, so just just help me out a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. So I've been trying to figure out how to how a body cam plays into this, and I feel like I think I know. Yes. Yeah. If he had a body cam on, he could rewind it and be like, look, bitch. Look what you this said. This is what you said? Yep. Yeah, because it's always, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I don't like that, change it. And it's like, I just spent, forget the time doing it. I literally spend, I'm crazy. So I, I know I'm crazy. I spend hours researching, looking at dimensions, looking at all this stuff. Oh, it's so boring. Building, I love that. It's building so and putting stuff together. Because when I go to a store, I want to say, this is what I want. I just want to see it to make sure it's exactly the way I want it to be. That's it. I don't want to go and try to find something. I know I go to specific stores to look at specific things. I don't go to browse. And this one, oh, I mean, this cabinet for this office, we went and bought one. We're, I'm not kidding. I showed her two options, three options. We go and buy one. We go to Ikea to get some other stuff. We're walking through. She goes, I really like that cabinet over there. And I'm like, you, you 
you've got to be kidding me. That's the cabinet I showed you. But he you. said the expletives in Ikea. That's the cabinet I showed he you. He didn't was, say. And she's like, oh, I really like that one. We should get that one. I'm like, we just went to the other <laughs> store and bought one. And now I have to return that one and then buy this one. Uh, it was uh, it was rough. There have been lots of almost divorces during this move. He really needed to get that off his chest. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that this is the place. So, so I know we don't to listen. answer my original question. Yeah, I know I know that, that men also don't listen when they're talked to. They're things that I don't listen. But come on. I'm dying here. So so you want us to be more attentive. When you're not interested. When you're not interested. You know what? It's ironic that that's coming from a, a man in this situation. I, I, I hear you. Honestly. Because for me, it's the, I feel like I say that shit every day. Right. But, and, and I, but that's why I laugh sometimes and he gets so mad because I'm like, welcome to motherhood. Like nobody ever listens. And I say the same thing over and over again. And I think it's that because he's been working from home now for the past couple of years and we've been together all the time and he's been more, more involved with the kids over the past few years because he's been home I sometimes I look at him and he says shit that I like that I have been saying for years. Like nobody ever listens to me. Why can't anybody listen? I've already asked for this to be done five times. Why now I have to yell. Do you like it when I yell? And when he says shit like that, I'm like laughing because I'm like, (laughs) I've been saying that for 15 years and it's just kind of like, welcome to the party, bud, you know? So, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong because there were plenty of times over this move where I was so busy and so consumed with other things that I was not paying attention to his closet design. Okay, well, I wasn't. That's good that you can admit it. I was not paying attention. But then when he put it up and it was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen, I was like, I'm going to need you to take this out of this closet because I cannot I cannot live like this. Look, I'm telling you, we we left. So we're four and a half hours from our old house, right? So we came up to see the house, pick the flooring, and then we were driving back. So the, we had four and a half hours where I'm talking about flooring. <coughs> I'm asking her to find designs. We're in this Airbnb, and the day comes for us to go. You all right? That's the Lord telling her to shut her mouth and uh, listen. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding you when I tell you, literally her butt hits the seat in the car, and she's like, you know, I had an idea for the flooring, and I about lost it. Is there a person behind that couch? There's a dog. That's a dog. (laughs) Oh. So anyway, the kids, even the the kids were in the car, and they're like, oh, my gosh, dad's going to lose it. (laughs) Meredith, what happened? (laughs) Went down the wrong hole. I tried to sip my water too fast, and then I almost died. Well, happy Happy Father's Day. Well, thank you. Yes, yes. Happy Father's Day. (laughs) (laughs) I am gonna buy him a carrot cake for Father's Day because he loves carrot cake. So I will buy you a carrot cake. I also like carrot okay. cake. Yeah. <laughs> she likes carrot cake. <laughs> you like carrot cake? Yes. <clears throat> All right. I've learned to love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to recover from that. <clears throat> that was traumatic. 
Today's parenting crap is brought to you by Juggling the Jenkins. <clears throat> Where am I? Where am I? Okay, here we are. <clears throat> you want me to read it? I got it. I think I'm okay now. <clears throat> Maybe not. <clears throat> so my best friend, her name's Tiffany, and she sells t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and they're really great. And she also has hoodies, and she has lots, lots of really great fun stuff. And you can find all of her merchandise at www.bonfire.com forward slash store forward slash juggling hyphen the hyphen Jenkins forward slash. <clears throat> did you yes. uh, did you release a new shirt? Uh, no. Oh, I thought you had. Wait a minute. Um, I have a shirt that says introvert on it. There it was. Yeah. The last time we had talked. <clears throat> Well, the last time we had talked, it was V-necks. People wanted V-necks. Now V-necks are out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've got a shirt that says Be Present. It matches my tattoo, um, which is a little bee with a bow on it. And I've got a shirt that says Here to Make It Weird, which is actually a bestseller. (laughs) And um, an introvert shirt. And I'm in the process of designing a new one. But you can uh, go to Mm -hmm. jugglingthejenkins.com to get a quicker link so you don't have to go to 99 different hyphens and back scroll space. It'll take you straight from your website over to the bonfire store. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your um, I saw on your Instagram yesterday, the glass bee. <gasps> Wasn't that so nice? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a great uh, replica. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. So somebody replicated the tattoo Tiffany has of the bee. They made a little glass art B. I don't know what you call those, but it's like, I just called it a little glass replica. Yeah. It was adorable and it looked just like it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that was so sweet. And, um, it was really sweet. It is. Um, it's a great hoodie. It's a great shirt. Uh, and do you have, do you have tank tops too, or just V-necks and crew necks now? Um, no, I, I mainly, uh, baseball tees. The baseball tees are the best. Yeah, they sell the most, but we've got a unisex one and a V-neck. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, they're just shirts. It's not a big deal. <laughs> oh, but I shirt. love that the, the baseball tees are really soft, too. The hen- the hen- oh, my gosh. I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're the best. Oh, yeah. You go with bonfire, too. Okay. Yeah, I have That's so right. many, but I have literally, I have so many, and I'm still waiting on my, I, I just ordered my, some of my own shirts and tank tops because we just put them out for summer. <clears throat> and I'm impatiently waiting. Soft. No, I know. I'm just saying their shirts are quality. They're very soft. Um, bonfire, I'm saying. Tiffany's shirts are bonfire. That was my point. All right, whatever. Thank you. I won't read ads anymore. Just Tiffany can I'm not going to say this joke because I feel like it's been on here for five weeks. It has, so don't. It's not. Okay. All right. So in trending parenting news, as well as the fact that it's Father's Day, I thought we'd talk about the YouTube channel called Dad, How Do I? It's where a dad gives practical advice and wisdom that every fatherless child needs. Uh, According to the U.S. Census Bureau, almost a quarter of American children are growing up in a fatherless home. That's almost 20 million kids. So Rob Keeney, uh, he was one of them. He His father left when he was 12, and at age 14, he went to live with his 23-year-old newly married brother, and, um, and he uh, realized that there were a lot of things that he didn't know how to do because they were things that a dad usually teaches 
their kids. And so he said, um, I don't think any, any child should be fatherless, but because it happens, I want to be the dad that can give them the go-to information that they need. So he started this YouTube channel with how-to videos ranging from how to tie a tie, how to change a tire, how to check your air pressure in your tires, how to iron a dress shirt, how to check your car's oil, um, how to use a stud finder, how to hang a shelf, how to unclog a sink, how to unclog the, the, <clears throat> unclog the bathroom drain. And people are loving it. Get this. Get this. I don't know if you read this yet, Tiffany. His YouTube channel had 3,500 viewers on May 13th. As of last month, he had 809,000 subscribers. Aww. So this guy has, this guy has probably already hit a million. I would be shocked Mm. if he hasn't, but I'm telling you, it was. It's such a great channel. The how-to videos are great. He's great. Everything about this dude is great. The reason he started the channel is great. So I'm just very happy that he's found success with it because I think it's things that everybody needs to know how to do anyway. And why not? Yeah. You know? Did you check? Wait wait a minute. There's so many videos. Hold on a second. In May, he had how many? Or in when? 3,500. In in May? May. Of of this year? Of this year. We're only a month away, a month from that. He's been going viral, like on TikTok. He's got 2.3 million. (laughs) There you go. Wow. Yep. See? Yeah. That's awesome. And we, like, we checked this because we wrote this up. So in May, he had 3,500 viewers. Because he went viral, was it over Mother's Day? When was his big one? I don't one? remember. I don't remember, but it was it was in May. So maybe maybe it was around that time. I don't know. But look, I just say good on you, dude. You're providing a service. The videos are great. The kids need these. And I, think I want amazing. someone to do a mom one <laughs> yeah. like and I'm not even joking. Like if you're out there and you think you can fill this need, this is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for somebody who's perfectly put together telling me how to make the perfect lunch for my kids with fruits and veggies. I want someone to be like, hey, this is the best way to wash a load of laundry. You put this in first. And then you put the fabric softener in and then you put this on low. You know what I mean? Or this is a good way to boil chicken. Like a, all things like mom should know, but not like overly detailed, not fake. Mm. Just something for everybody. I would love that. Because yeah. I because my mom passed away when I was young before I started having kids and stuff. Right. And I don't have any grandparents or anything. So oftentimes I'm like, how that? what am I supposed to do here? Um, and so it would be really helpful to have like a mom, how do I kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's funny. I'm looking at his the first video I pull up, and the first comment on there is he's so he's so pure and wholesome. We must protect him at must all costs. Him. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's great, and I think when it it that's the proof in the pudding that when you do something that is so relatable and so pure, and it's done for the right reason. Like, give him all the viral goodness. Give him all of the subscribers. Give him all of the ad rev. Like, he deserves it. This guy just adopted the whole internet. Yeah. In the end, when he said, all right, you got this, I cried. (laughs) I just think it's great. My toilet isn't even broken, but I wanted to watch him. 
Yeah, I just think it's great, you know? Like, why Why would you not? He looks like the type of guy who'd bring his child's entire class cupcakes on their birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just... I, why that's are the there 137 dislikes? People suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's I love awesome. it. So I, th- I just, I personally think that that's great. And I think that... Um, Should I reach out to him? Yeah. See if he wants to be on the podcast. See if he wants to be on the podcast. He said 85% of his audiences are women aged 25 to 40. Wow. I I was thinking that like for single moms. Huh? Daddy issues? No, because they they grew up without a dad and they're trying to learn how to do things like unclog a drain. (laughs) Idiot. really just said daddy issues yeah I, I, that the... seems kind of weird no it isn't if you grew up with a single mom and you aren't sure how to do these things you're gonna go to a dad i guess i was just thinking of it as a as a male looking with growing up without a dad i didn't think of it well it's anybody growing yeah. up without a dad yes, you're right you're right but i thought the same thing dave okay that's what i thought because mainly you know when you talk about roles in the home and you know what, I don't know what the word is traditionally. Well, it's, it's how to tie Gender a tie, roles. right? How to tie a tie. Yeah. Like I saw that anyway. Okay. Yeah, no, I totally yeah. think this is, these videos are for literally anybody who has it, a question about something. Cause think about the tire pressure course. thing, right? Like that's something you're, that's something, whether you're a boy or a girl, your dad is the one who's talking to you most of the time about checking your tire pressure. Um, and that's once again, going back to traditional gender roles, like my mom never checked her tire pressure, right? Like my dad did. So my dad stuck one of those stupid tire pressure gauge things in the glove box. And he'd say, moron, when your tire looks flat, you need to check it. I mean, he wasn't really polite about it, but he, but he did say, he did say, check your tire pressure. Right. And then if it's low, you got to go to the gas station, put the quarter in and fill it up. So, you know, you know, what's really cool. I, I like in looking at several of his videos. He reminds me of the two of you in that when when you two started and, and even now when you make your videos, I'm going to you're you're both a disaster. Right. And like there's tripod legs in a shot and there's this and I'm watching his video. What I mean is it's it's authentic. It's him just trying to get information out. It's not he's not on a set yeah. somewhere. It's not in some studio in some fake. No, backdrop. but that's what I love like, about it. Yeah. I love yeah, everything it's about real. it's real. He's in it's, his house showing you. Well, and that's why every time you go behind me when I'm trying to shoot a video and you try to move shit out of the background, like he'll try to move the vacuum or move whatever. I'm like, stop touching my stuff. Or like the fact yeah. that I have all of my laundry folded behind. It's like this is how we live. I'm not cleaning this yeah. to make a video. That would take time. And energy yeah. and effort. And I'm not doing any of those things. <laughs> this is <laughs> what you see is what you get. Can you stop ninja dancing and go anywhere but here? <laughs> what the hell is that? It's like Cov McGraw. Yeah. I don't get it. The only McGraw I know is Phil. What's up, babe? Okay. All right. All right cool. So, Tiffany... Yeah, I'm gonna let you go, and I will chime in as need be. But this is all you. Okay. Oh, I will start with saying this though, because I thought it was very interesting that you said you wanted to talk about this today. There was a poll done last week that was in all of the major news networks um, that said that 
when asked, are you happy? Only 13% of people polled said yes. So this is the unhappiest our country has been in the last 50 years. Right. And then the first comment underneath the story was, I want to see who these 13% of people are because I think they lie in two. So, <laughs> so that kind of sets it up. Thank you. Um, I wanted to, Meredith asked me to come up with a topic for this segment. And I could instantly, and all I could think about was how I feel mentally. And I have been in, a, I don't know what you call it. I've seen people call it depressive episodes. My depression comes in waves. Um, and I, I'm, I'm depressed and I'm having trouble getting out of bed. I'm having trouble looking forward to things. The world is so uncertain that it's like, what are we even doing? I'm just, I feel like I'm just existing and I'm not living. I'm not getting excited about things. And I think a lot of it has to do with the climate of the world right now. And it started with this quarantine, pandemic, people dying, being stuck in the house, businesses closing down, people going bankrupt. And now the world is experiencing the Black Lives Matter movement, which, it, you know, all for that movement, but the way it's dividing everybody and the hatred and the anger being spewed online, um, it's very divisive and it, it makes me feel really down. And low. And I know that the whole Black Lives Matter thing is not about me in any way, shape, or form, but I'm the kind of person where I pick up on vibes super easily, and the vibe of the world as a whole is just not good right now. And so I don't know if that's why I'm experiencing the depression. I think that it goes along with it, you know, it adds to it for sure. But today, for example, you know, I told my husband, I was like, I think I want to hire somebody to come clean the house one time. And he's like, why? And I was like, because I, I don't have the energy or will to do it. But looking at this mess is making me really sad. The house is trashed. And I don't have the energy to clean it. And it's definitely, you know, when my house is clean, my mind feels a bit cleaner. But I said, because I'm depressed. And he said, why are you depressed? And I'm like, it, that's not a question that can be answered. Right. I, I can't go into detail about the wires in my brain and why they feel the way that they feel, but depression is something that, and so I thought it would be cool to talk about um, being honest about how you feel. I think it would be cool to talk openly and honestly about ways to kind of help cope. Because when my depression comes, I know that it's temporary. I know that it will pass. And I'm very, very self-aware. And so I feel like a lot of people are struggling right now. A lot of people are feeling lost. A lot of people are feeling isolated. And so I found these four Bs, they called it, to talk about to kind of help you through if you're feeling this way, like things that you can do. And I agree with some of, some of them and I don't agree with many of them. Um, I'll pause there, Meredith, mm. to see if there's anything you'd like to add because I've been rambling. Are you okay? Are you feeling any different? Are you feeling particularly low? Are you feeling particularly stressed? Are you? Oh, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the climate 
is just so heavy and there are so many important issues that have that have risen to the surface and the way I'm trying to look at this and the way I'm trying to make it make sense in my head is that um positive things have already occurred as a result of this of the Black Lives Matter movement and um so you've already got police reform being addressed uh, on Capitol Hill. You already have um, businesses who have come out and made corporate statements about their support for Black Lives Matter. You've already had um, the government issue um, a statement about Juneteenth being a paid holiday going forward. So there are a lot of things that have been happening that are a positive. Um, unfortunately, the divisiveness that has that that you're talking about, which obviously, you know, I, I'm not blind to that. I see it. I see it every time I post an article um, from a woman of color or a person of color uh, or a black person or, you know, I see that on my site. I see when, you know, the divisiveness on my on my Facebook page or Instagram or whatever. But I do believe that um, <clears throat> the movement has spread to every corner of our country and it is causing people to stop and think and listen and it is going to the level of legislation and that's a positive. So mm-hmm. I want to believe that although there is divisiveness, that positives are coming from this. And it is, like you said, it, it's a topic where we need to learn uh, uh, from these individuals who are telling their stories and telling us about how their lives have been. And, um, that's why I, you know, we're using our website um, and our page to promote those voices because that's we want we want to be of support to promote legislation. So that's what we're doing. Um, but it is so heavy, and it, as an empath, you carry that just like you carry everybody else's luggage in your family. You're carrying that baggage too, and so it's it can be it can just it's a heavy time, and it feels very heavy. Uh, so I understand, but I also understand what you're saying, why you can't tell somebody why you're depressed because it's not, it's not one thing. It's not like, and that's what I was going to say too. It's not as much about the black lives. I mean, as far as divisiveness, I mean, like anything, even when it was about COVID-19, yeah, there were people, you don't need to wear a mask. It's fake. You do need to wear a mask. You don't care about people. You know, this is all a hoax. No, it's not a hoax. You're an idiot. You're an imbecile. I'm unfriending you. And there's just so much, the world is, is just a scary place. And I think not a lot of people know exactly what's going on. A lot of people think they know exactly what's going on and nothing is for sure. And everything feels so uncertain and it's scary for me in general, but my depression has always been this way for me. Um, But being in the public eye It's hard because I'm expected to create funny videos. I'm expected to respond to people in my emails. I mean, you know, and that is part of this job that I have. And I, I'm really struggling to do it because I'm struggling to even get out of bed. I mean, when I tell you that the majority of my time is spent on my side of the bed, I think about it all the time. I'm like, I wonder how much worn in, how much more worn in my side of the bed is than my husband's. You know, I wonder how much more, you know, calories are being burned by my husband than me because I just feel stagnant. I just feel 
Have you been in touch with your therapist? Yeah. And that's the thing too, is my therapist gave me an assignment and I was all ready to go. And then two days before we were going to meet again, apparently he said, Hey, I'm going on vacation for two months. Good luck in all your future endeavors. And I was like, dude, come on, man. Like, he's like, you can find a new therapist by going to blah, blah, blah.com, which fine. All right. But like, I've already invested time in you and I just, what was the point? What was the point of me slowly peeling back the layers of the onion all this time for you to just dip like suddenly? Yeah. And so that's fine, whatever. But I've been going to Zoom Narcotics Anonymous meetings every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've been staying connected with my friends, but I am, I'm just, I'm just depressed and I'm just sad and I just feel unsafe. I feel uh, not unsettled because I feel like all I'm doing is settling, settling into my bed, settling into the same spot of the couch. Um, it's just a weird time and maybe I'm alone, but I find that when I've, I've been sharing this a little bit with people like, Hey, I don't feel like making a video. Hey, I have no interest in anything. People are yeah. like, I get it. Me too. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you, especially on that because things have been so hectic here and, um, I haven't, I haven't made a video in like three weeks. The last video, really? the last video I made was me breaking down in my car after having a nervous breakdown in Ikea with, um, about the, the clock that Brian wanted to buy. And, uh, wow. it was, it was a really intense day and I, and I, and I talked about the clock and I talked about Brian and I talked about autism and I talked about feeling so exhausted that my bones hurt. And that was the last video I made. And that was weeks ago, but it was, I, I, I just don't have anything right now to offer. And I feel like I used to feel, I used to feel like, well, I have to put something out. So I'll just do this. I don't do that anymore because I don't think that benefits anybody. So if I don't have something, I'm giving myself enough grace to say, I'm not supposed to make a video right now. And so I'm just going to wait. And so I've only popped on my page this week, once on Wednesday and this morning. And people are like, we've missed you. Where have you been? And I'm like, pretty much I'm in a ditch. Like I'm, I can't, (laughs) I can't get my household together. I haven't unpacked boxes. This has been three and a half weeks now. We're really trying. Um, And then I also allowed myself to be like, you know what? It's okay that we're in boxes and suitcases right now because none of this actually matters. What matters is that I made dinner and we're going to sit in front of this TV and we're going to binge this new show. Well, not a new show. It's an old show, but we're binging this show as a family right now. And I don't care that I can't unpack this box, um, which is hard for somebody who's so anal retentive. Uh, but I was just like, I have to let that go because I can't live there. So mm-hmm. I've been forcing myself to do those things and just being like, it's okay. Like it, it's all right. You know? And if people choose to leave or don't follow or don't support because you can't make a video right now, or I can't make a video right now, or this podcast wasn't going to happen this week, then that's on them. It's not on us. We're doing the very best that we can. We're human beings. So I've had to, I've had to give my, cause it's very rare that I'll give myself enough grace. And I don't think you give yourself enough grace either. I think that's a female issue. Um, yeah. Cause my husband gives himself enough grace. I can tell you that I love him, but he, <laughs> well, I think that that's why I wanted to talk about this because once I came out and told people how I was feeling, I've been getting all kinds of emails like, 
I'm really worried about you. I'm really concerned. You seemed really out of it. You seemed really sad. And I just want people to know, I appreciate your messages so much, first and foremost. But for me, I have become so accustomed to being honest about how I feel on the inside, you know, making sure that my insides and my outsides match. It's just such a part of who I am that I, I feel like, yes, I am depressed right now, but it's just like saying, yes, I blue, blow, blue dried, blow dried my hair today. Yes. I drew my eyebrows in, you know, yes, I had breakfast. Yes. I'm depressed. There's no shame. Mm-hmm. There's no guilt. I'm yep. not choosing to feel this. It's just how I feel. So in saying that, I don't want people to think, oh, you know, the world is ending. We got to keep an eye on her. We got to make sure she's not going to do anything stupid. I'm not because um, it's just a part of my brain. It's just a part of who I am. It's just a part of my personality, whatever it is, wherever it stems from. Um, the most important thing for me is that I... I don't use it as a crutch. Mm. And I'm thinking about making a video about this specific thing. I don't use it as an excuse. I use it as a fact. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm depressed today, so I'm going to be a terrible mom or I'm depressed today, so that's why I'm being mean to you, honey. It's not like that. It's just, hey, I feel like crap and it'll pass. And I know it will, but in the meantime, I'm going to be gentle with myself. And so there, I just wanted to let people know that it's not like I'm sitting around just being depressed. I'm, I'm working and doing, working on the things that I need to and doing the things that I've been taught help during that time. And I wanted to share those yeah. so that if anybody feels the same way um, and they're pretty so simple um, being grateful, which seems obvious um, and sounds stupid probably, but it's so true. Like I find that when I'm feeling super depressed, if I find one thing each day to be grateful for, it's like, okay, this life isn't a complete waste. It's not a complete wash. I, because there are times where it's like, life feels pointless, you know, all Mm -hmm. these dark thoughts grow through your head. But I, um, just remind myself, like, I've got these beautiful little kids, man. And they're just such a bright spot in my day when it feels so dark. And that song, You Are My Sunshine, I was singing it to Chloe and I got really emotional because it's so true. Just her face is such a reminder of why I'm here, even if I can't find that. I sang that to Sophia yesterday. Did you just sing it to Chloe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she does. And she does. She makes me happy. When my skies are gray, her little face, her little kiss on my cheek, it's like, okay, it's going to be okay. The other thing is being mindful. Um, and it's it means being a little more conscious, a little more aware of some of the fundamentals in life, such as who you are, where you want to go, where you are going, why you want to go there. Um, for the record, I have decided to turn my room under the stairs into a Zen den, a meditation station. And I'm going to put all my crystals in there and all my essential oil diffusers and my meditation cushions. And I'm going to be mindful and I'm going to touch base and reground every morning. It's going to be um, a new ritual. And the most important thing is just be. Mm. It's okay to just be. Yeah. If it feels like you're just existing, that's okay. That's how I feel. I feel like I'm just existing right now. And right now I have to just be until this passes. You know, I have to be gentle with myself. I have to let those around me know how I'm feeling. And I have to remind myself that, you know, all of the cells in my body are working really hard to keep me alive for a reason, even if it doesn't make sense today. And so if anybody out there is listening to this and you're feeling weird or you feel like you're struggling, you know, reach out to a doctor, reach out to a therapist or a counselor, reach out to a loved one, talk to somebody about it, but be kind to yourself and know that you're not alone. 
Yeah, I think you're right. I think that this time especially has been about survival mode or existing. And it's very hard to, to thrive when your body can only survive. So mm. the growing and the healing and the other things that we want to take place, it's very hard to do that when you're in a place of just existence or just survival. Yeah. And, um, on top of that, brains are weird. So they're all made differently and they're all connected differently. And, um, how I come up with a, with an idea or a response, uh, is very different to the way you do it or the way our husbands do it or our children do it. And so I try to remind mm. my kids all the time because I have two neurotypical and one whose brain is connected in a in a much different spaghetti model chart kind of way. And I remind them that there is no right way. We're finding out how to get to an answer. There's no right way. Um, so yeah. there's there's no right way to be depressed. There's no right way to be happy. There's no right way to be um, content. There's no you have to find the way that works for you. And um, you know, I've always been very um, in awe of how of how eloquent you can be in these times when you're discussing these things, and it's part of your purpose. It's just clear that it's part of your purpose. So mm -hmm. the fact that you can state that and talk to everybody and somebody is going to probably more than one, somebody is going to listen to this podcast and know that it was meant for them. And I hope so. That was my goal. Right. And that's, and that's why much like this, you know, dad's YouTube, I have to firmly believe that there are, there's a reason that you and I and other people who do what we do, there's a reason and, and there's a purpose for us. And we have to do these things because like, I know, I, I'm assuming much like me, I think you feel compelled to do this. That's why you continue mm -hmm. to get up and do it over and over again. I'm compelled. I have this. I'm also a hemorrhoid of a person, right? Like, you know me, you know, I'm a hemorrhoid, but I have no. this. <laughs> I'm very compelled and there's, when you have that and you have that passion, you want to go and you want to share that. And so when you share stuff like this, and I'm glad you brought it up today, it makes me proud of you and happy that you are willing to open up and share. So, um, thank you. You know, I, I mean, it. it's just, it's good. It's, it's good. We need to talk about this because, uh, the perfect picture that is painted online and in chat groups and internet and mom groups and everywhere else is not the reality. And it actually makes motherhood much more isolating. So yeah. joining us in the dumpster fire is actually beneficial um, because it lets you know that you're not the only one. You're not alone. Well said. Oh, there you go. Did you finish off that Dr. Pepper? I did. Oh, good. Good, good, good. I got up and I showered today and I did my hair and makeup. I, I was like, maybe if I make myself physically feel all right, I might mentally feel a little better. Well, you definitely look good. And I do Thank like you. the That's hair I color. For. And I liked the video you did. It must have been a TikTok, but I, th I didn't see it on TikTok because I don't have TikTok. I don't have the app anymore. I took it off my phone mm. because the kids kept going on it. Smart. And I couldn't, I couldn't figure out parental controls. And so Sophia was looking at some things and I was like, nope, TikTok is oh gone boy. for now. So I have to learn. Once I put it on my phone, I have to figure out the parental controls. But that video you did where you had like the crystal and you, yeah. what was that? 
I was a witch. A witch. Okay, that's what I thought you were doing, but I didn't know what the other, I didn't know what the song was or the caption was. You didn't read the caption. What was the caption? It was a POV. It said POV, which means point of view. Yeah. Uh, My little brother and I are having a discussion after our father passes away of who's going to take over the coven. And my little brother was pissed because he wanted to rule the coven. Um, and I, I was like, nah, mother effer, I'm the head witch in charge. And I killed him with my crystal ball. Okay. I'm five. So you killed him with a crystal ball. That's what I didn't, I wasn't fully understanding, but it was a you really cool my... video. Yeah. But I didn't know that meant he died. Like, I was like, what is this? Because you know me. You know I what? Cool kids understand it. I'm sure That's they do. You know, I don't understand the TikTok. It's, it's, I, I people, try. people were mad at me. They're like, wow, you take a break. And the first thing you come back with is somebody getting shot to death. And I was what? like, oh. what? What? He what? didn't get shot to death. And somebody's like, no, you're a child of the light. Don't bring that darkness around here. And oh, I'm like, Lord. It's just a joke. It was just a fun video. Get out my day. Well, yeah. And I don't think you're a witch, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your side glance. Look at you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So with that being said. Yes. Join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms. Who have no idea idea what we're we're doing. doing. We can't ever get that one right, can we? No. I love you so much.